welcome to the next episode of the Spits and Giggles podcast. I am your host, Lilith. I'm Pepper. And we have the lovely Onyx the Rat here with us today. Uh, I've been stalking her on Instagram for quite some time. Um, And above being an amazing content creator and just an online force of nature, um, she has created something really special for content creators um, that's been going live lately. And and that's what we're going to be uh, checking out today. Um, so first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, hello, hello. My name is Onyx the Brat. Um, I, so whenever I started sex work, um, it was about four-ish years ago. I think it was right before, it was like the year before COVID hit. And um, I was super shy and I was a newbie and, but I was on Twitter and like on Instagram watching all of these huge content creators, like meet all of these people. And they were always just like, oh my God, I love you so much. My best friend, they're going to go to California and Florida and like all these places. Like, okay. So I just kind of rolled with it and um, it turned into a really cool thing of just self-exploration and meeting people and educating people and breaking that stigma and um i am 28 years old i live in the midwest area it is not for me i don't (laughs) like it (laughs) i want to be in the mountains somewhere but you know um i have a wonderful partner of four years um we have built this beautiful relationship we have a beautiful family i have two dogs and two cats and they're spoiled rotten and <laughs> mama's babies and they know it i'm sure my husky will probably start yelling at us at some point tonight <laughs> um, he uh he's one of those like if, if the attention's not on him it's not okay <laughs> not a good friend um but i didn't really do much with um my 20s i kind of fell in that pit of like you know i'm 20 we're gonna go out we're gonna go party we're gonna do all this crazy stuff and then i started realizing like the stuff that i had gone through and the things that people had said to me as a woman and especially as the pretty girl like that's that's who i was i was always the girl with huge boobs or i was the one that was wearing short skirts like i was i was the hot girl and everybody hated me for it and <laughs> i had like turned that into this like toxic identity of myself to the point where like I used sex in a way that was harmful to me I just I didn't really care about my body and who had access to it and what I did with it and like it didn't really matter because it was just whatever like I'm a hoe I'm gonna go be a hoe here we go and um it just kind of turned into this really gross thing and um I left my ex, well, me and my ex-wife decided to split um, almost four years, or a little over four years ago. Dude, I don't know. I smoke so much weed. I have time to, like, <laughs> time is a simulation. Like, I literally have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how long I've lived in this house, and I know it's been at least two years, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but I got out of a really toxic marriage, and we had split up because I realized that I was polyamorous. And I was just like, I don't, I don't want any part of monogamy anymore. That's never really been my jam. And she's like, well, you're a whore and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's just like, it turned into a really gross thing. And so we went our separate ways and I started realizing like how much of a negative image I had of myself and my self worth was just 
out the window. There was nothing there with it. I didn't give a shit. I was just, I was broken in a lot of different ways. And sex work changed that for me. Like, I know a lot of people see it as, you know, it's an income. It's a way of money. It's a way of life. It's a hobby. It is what it is. But sex work literally changed my life. And here we are. Talking Um, to you, beautiful babe. (laughs) Um, Let me just say thank you. um, Because almost identical situations where people look at sex work so negatively that they don't believe that it has the power to heal. And it does, because as women, we are kind of taught one thing. And it's like, once we own that shit and we take ownership of our sexuality and our bodies, it's a it's an eye-opening experience. And it's so freeing. Like, I, I can it's tell so you. so empowering. Yeah, like, it is. It is. It just feels like you're on the top of the world. And you're just like, I am woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I we will have you on another episode because I have so many questions about your content creating and all of that. But specifically today, just because you just announced the next uh, flow, which I am so excited for because I plan on being there. Uh, let's talk hey. about House of Teddy and just tell me first, how did where did this idea come from? Um, so like I said, I've been in sex work for four or five-ish years now and I'd always wanted you to do collabs but I'm very shy and I'm very anxious. And that was getting a collab together was a really, really hard thing for me to do. And I honestly don't even think I worked with anyone outside my partner um, for the first two and a half years that I was in sex work. Like I was just a really shy, anxious little bean. (laughs) Excuse me. And um, so then I started getting into modeling and I started actually modeling with a lot of other creators that model but also did content creation so like I just started building like a little community and finally breaking out of my shell and doing this kind of stuff and I started realizing like dude there is so much money to be made if we could all just come hang out for a few days like do you have any idea how much exposure that'll get us how much money that'll make us how many like the connections that we can make out of that. And I just never really thought that I'd be able to do it, to be honest. Like, I, I never thought that I would be able to make it happen. I really didn't think that I had what it takes because I am a very shy, anxious person. As crazy as that sounds, I promise I am really shy. <laughs> um, so uh, I think last spring, I think, I had actually come across this um, content creator, this male content creator. Um, I don't personally work with men, but like business-wise, like most of them have a good sense of it and a lot of them are money motivated. So it's just like, okay. He approached me and he's like, hey, like I'm still really new to the business, but I have this idea. I really think that like we could come up with something. What do you think? And I told him, I was like, dude, to be honest, like I've wanted to do this for years, but just never thought I had what it took to make it happen. And like, I didn't know if I could do it by myself. And so we just started like putting like ideas out there and dropping little notes to people. And we're just like, Hey, like if we put this together, would you actually pay to do it? Like, would you, would you travel to Kansas city to come do that? And the response was just overwhelming I had like 20 30 people messaging me and I was just like really I I don't even like we have I don't even we don't even know what it is what are we gonna do with it I don't know where we're gonna go 
And so finally I was just like, okay, wait, just like give me a minute. And then we just started putting plans to motion and it, it got a little rocky um, because in the sex work community, as you guys know, the male content creators can be really grimy and gross and have ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Girl, guess what happened? Oh no. Guess what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I could guess a lot of things, but... This man yeah. um, basically just got outed as a really grimy person. Like, yeah. there were accusations of him acting hella weird after getting rejected by a content creator. Like, he was just... The way he was going about things was just very... creepy. Yeah, very unprofessional. It was just not what I was into. And he had, like, really big ideas and really big plans. But, like, I get wanting to build an empire, but you've got to start small before you can go rent these massive three, four, or $5,000 a night mansions. Like, you, you got, we got to chill, bro. Like, this is a first. And so all of this information came out, and um, I just told him straight up. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be associated with you. Like, I want to make this happen, and I want to do it, and I have a lot of people that believe in me and that trust in me and that want to work with me to do it, but I don't want you involved in it anymore. Um, I'm not comfortable with it. The people that I want to work with on this aren't comfortable with you being involved either, so, like, we need to go in separate ways. And we did. And I kept going. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you know what? That's another great thing about the internet right now is, like, I will see threads of people on twitter like this photographer took advantage of me tried to do this and and that's a great thing about social media there's a lot of negatives but there are a lot of great things because a person's work can look outstanding but behind the camera we don't really know how they are and there's nothing worse than being having to work with somebody that you don't feel comfortable with period like if i'm not comfortable with you the content is going to be trash first of all like if I'm not into it, people are going to be able to see it. Like, why would I waste my time doing that? You know what I mean? That just doesn't make any sense. So, no. <laughs> okay, so so the House of Teddy. So, for, for our um, listeners who don't know what that is, um, basically, Onyx has created this amazing safe space for content creators to come together for the weekend. And it includes photography. It includes people to shoot videos. Um, and it's basically like people that have been vetted through Onyx. And so she knows uh, enough about them to feel safe to put them all in a house together. Um, and it's a safe place that you can meet people because it is hard when you're first getting started in the industry, meeting the right people to create content with is very hard and it could be very awkward you know so, so awkward so right now we're looking forward to your las vegas edition of house okay. of um can you tell us a little bit about what to expect from that and yeah so the first event was really kind of low-key we honestly had quite a bit go wrong towards like leading up to the event actually happening um So I took a lot of notes. I talked to the people that were there. Like, I just started getting feedback and I started paying attention to what worked, what didn't work, what needed a little more tweaking. What can we do here to make it a little easier going? And then I realized that, like, these people came in to, you know, make content and have fun. But it was also kind of like a mini vacation. So, like, why not go to Vegas? Like, city, hello. Yeah. So yeah. Um, in Vegas, we have our eye on a couple of really beautiful villas, like huge, like privacy fenced in, so very safe, very 
secluded, not any kind of weird stuff going on. Um, the ones that we're looking at all have either um, both a pool and a hot tub, but at least a pool. Um, we're looking at including, um, I believe it is 17 creators, and then I've got. Then I've got four um, like crew staff members that I'll have. Um, we'll have a personal chef that'll be cooking us meals every day and snacks throughout the day. Um, and then we have Justin, who is our photographer, our go-to man. He's also in my right hand and all of this. Like that man is a godsend. The amount of times that I texted him, <laughs> Justin, it's all going wrong. What do I do? We're on it first. Just breathe. Like it's fine we're good like it's cool and he was just kind of my voice of reason in that um he's been in photography i want to say for about 20 years and doing um the porn essentially like erotic stuff for the last four or five i believe um seriously one of the coolest dudes i've ever met very very talented and to top it all off i know this is a sex positive place i have never seen that man's dick once <laughs> not through his pants not out in the open like and he's literally shot almost every single one of my porn sets so he's a wonderful guy and then i also have one of my best friends her name is kitty um one of the back of this bitch is alive like she's my right hand and all of this too and she's been great helping out with stuff um and the first one we didn't limit it per se to porn and not safe for work content but that was kind of the focus of it like to be able to have a safe place to go to to film that kind of stuff because it is really scary to get together with people and meet up or whatever um and then when everyone got there it ended up just being a really chill vibe like some people did do the porn content some people just shot social media stuff and some people just literally hung out the whole weekend so it just kind of sparked that idea. And then another content creator had mentioned that they had been to a, a, a larger scale content house that offered a little bit of everything. Um, so with this one, when I was picking out the property, I was like, you know what, I want this to be open to everything. Like, I don't care if you're a TikTok creator. I don't care if you're a Twitter creator. I don't care if you're a full on porn star. I don't care if you just want to like post sexy pictures and, you know, get your followers up. Like, I literally don't care. I want this to be an inclusive space. Um, so this is going to be a little bit different and a little bit larger scale. I have a total of 21 people there. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like we're going to have a lot of really dope energy and a lot of really cool people and people from all over the world or all over the country. I have people coming in from the West Coast, um, from the East Coast. I have people asking me from the South. And then I've got, I think, seven people from Kansas City. Um, or surrounding areas that were here for the first event that are coming back again. So I'm very, very excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I think this is going to be just outstanding. Um, so in your uh, journey, I got to throw in a little bit of funny and weird questions. <laughs> so into your journey in the sex work, um, what, first tell us where are you available? What platforms are you on right now? So our followers can search you out. <laughs> So I am on Instagram and Twitter as Onyx the Brat XO. And then I am on OnlyFans as I think Onyx the Brat XO. I'm not 100% sure. And then my mini vids is Onyx the Brat. Um, if you can't find Onyx the Brat, just add an XO on there. Yeah. <laughs> one or the other. It'll pop up. I don't know which one. Um, and then I do have Snapchat, but after losing um, four different accounts I have kind of just turned that into my vanilla thing like my one thing that I keep my vanilla <laughs> life <laughs> 
And so on OnlyFans, I know, because I've gotten quite a few strange requests, what would you say is the weirdest um, either custom video that you've been asked to create or just random things? Like, I have guys who literally want to see me put lotion on my feet, which is very vanilla for the other things I've been asked for, you know? <laughs> right. Um, the weirdest thing, um, I have a guy that literally pays me to put on goth makeup and smoke a blunt on camera. Like, I don't really have to do anything. I literally just have to smoke a blunt. <laughs> you literally just live in life and you get paid for it. <laughs> it's amazing, honestly. <laughs> do it. What, what's your favorite thing to, like, supposed to, to think? Um, I honestly... I love my collab work. Like, I don't get to do it as often as I like because of my health issues. Um, but I love um, dom scenes, like, where I'm doming someone else. <laughs> 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't talk. Like, I <laughs> um, <laughs> I love being the dom. I tell people all the time, like, I am shy, but I am very nasty. It's Hey. <laughs> so, do you classify yourself as a dominant or do you switch i am 100 percent a switch i am actually in a daddy dom baby girl relationship in uh, my okay. real life yes. so i'm <laughs> very much a switch mm -hmm. and it's crazy because i could not like i i can be a bottom mm -hmm. by any means but like as far as being a submissive for people like it just feels really weird and uncomfortable for me and like i'd much rather have a pretty fan of my knees so <laughs> um and so um for our followers who don't know onyx the brat do you consider yourself a brat i <laughs> yeah attest to that <laughs> yeah it's really hilarious because let me just show them <laughs> no i mean i get it and 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 something about being a brat adds a little bit of spiciness to the uh to the dynamic of the relationship yes yeah absolutely and it's really funny because she'll like watch my videos or like after i get a new set done i'm like babe look at this look at this she's like babe <laughs> you're so nasty i mean Girl, that's Here me. You. I'm your girl. Um, and so, so being poly, um, I know for myself how much it's helped me grow, um, especially yes. knowing that your partner backs you up in this industry is a huge thing. Um, were you already creating content when you got into this relationship or was it something you guys grew into together? Um, I was very, very casually doing the content creating thing. Um, I think I was only selling on like Snapchat or through my DMs. Like I didn't, I didn't have a site yet. I didn't even like go anything into it. Um, so I was still pretty new. Um, and then the longer we were together, the more I started getting into it. And she's actually done, um, she shot a couple of my photos that she's done several of my videos for me. Like she's been my my shoot hand if I'm there and I need help with the outfit changes and stuff and she's actually the private chef that comes to house today. Oh, I love that. I love that. But but again, one thing about this podcast that we're aiming to do is like we're trying to take away all the taboo about this industry and a lot of people think that you can't find true love or or a solid foundation with somebody else and I uh, to be honest, I find that the complete opposite. 
um, really in my current relationship, especially I came from an abusive relationship background. There's so much communication that there's, you know what I mean? It's, it's sometimes more solid than a lot of monogamous relationships I that I went apart. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. great. I mean, awesome. um, it sounds like you guys have a solid foundation and that's outstanding. Yeah, Plus it's, it's, you need backup in this industry. You just want to make sure that there's somebody that you, you know, it's hard like it's really hard sometimes like there's been so many days where i've texted her and i'm just like these motherfucking men (laughs) like i'm done like to be honest like it it got really hard for the first little bit of me being in sex work just like finding that balance of how much i need to be online how much i need to be on my phone like when i should be talking to my customers when i should be hanging out like enjoying my personal life um, and that can make it really, really hard on a relationship. But like you said, I feel like as long as the two of you or the three of you or the four of you or whoever, like have a good understanding of like one, what your love languages are and two, being able to say, Hey, this is happening. I'm not okay with it. I think we need to talk about how to change it. Can we sit down and talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about it. That's, yeah. that's literally it. That's it absolutely um okay so you're just kind of now like collaborate you are collaborating more with who's your dream collabs let's hear it oh um that's so hard um I actually have a couple in the works that um I've been wanting to do for a while that I've just like kind of like shy to break into um I'm trying to think um there is one on twitter his name is max wood Sir, I'll have to look into it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is a thick and delicious, muscular-ass man, and he's gorgeous. Um, There is, what is her name? Um, I think I just posted her on my Instagram today. Uh, Miss Trigger Who. I gotta say, up on a Tuesday. Spittle is Um, green collab right there. And I'm working hard on getting them on the podcast. I want Spittle and Peter on here 100% just because um, they are from California and they have become such an influential part of the kink scene out here. I mean, what what they're doing is groundbreaking. I think it's outstanding. So hopefully- I literally- Yes. Oh my God. I have always been, like Spittle and I have- like communicated on Instagram or Twitter, just like responding to each other's stories or something like that. Um, but I had actually just told them um, like a couple weeks ago, I think that me and my partner were sitting here watching Criminal Minds and just like gushing over their Instagram and their Twitter about how fucking cute they are. Like it should be illegal. It but is. like that relationship right there is just Uh, it's beautiful and I have a wonderful relationship I love my partner so much and that like is gold like their bond their connection their communication is just beautiful it's top tier I love it so much yeah no 100 percent um okay so kind of just last questions that we're going into as my cat tries to get on my (laughs) featuring featuring Ripley Um, is that a naked baby we have two yeah (laughs) she's a little brat (laughs) But yeah, oh my goodness. Um, another thing that the um, content creating lifestyle has afforded us is naked cats. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of this is about the stigmas around this. What is one thing that you can wish you could tell new content creators getting into the business? 
This is such a like important topic. I feel like there could be an entire episode just I about think we this. Should do that. We will talk about that. But yeah. yeah. Um. The biggest thing is that I wish somebody would have told me is how hard it is on you mentally. Like it has been scientifically proven for one that um, technology does a number on your dopamine, dopamine and serotonin levels. Like staring at your phone and your computer and your tablet for 8, 10, 12 hours a day is going to wear on you. It's not when, it's not if, it's going to happen. And it is okay, 100% okay to completely step back from your social media, your sites, your income, all of it until you feel okay to do it again. Because I wasn't told that and I ran myself into the ground to the point where I quit for a good year because it ruined it for me. And um, I think it's something that really needs to be talked about when we're glamorizing the sex work industry. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, one thing is, is like, obviously, like, like any kind of work, if you dive into a vanilla job, and you're doing it 60 hours a week, there's no quality of life. Yeah. And it's no. just people think because we might be at home working, it's exhausting. Like you have to interact with people on a daily basis and that's not always good for your mental health. So no. definitely anybody listening to this podcast that's just getting in, like, please take mental breaks, take breaks for yourself. And like, you know what I mean? Just make sure that, you know, you're not killing yourself trying to make a name for yourself. Cause it is hard to break Literally. in the industry. You know, it really is. Yeah. Um, any follow-up advice for anybody else final um, <laughs> words of wisdom yeah words of wisdom I think like to follow up on that I think a large part of sex work is trying to convince people that this is a real job like this is this is a whole ass job that we do we are not just standing here and making pictures or taking pictures and making videos and looking hot and figure fucking ourselves and calling it good and everything's fine like no this that's not how this works and if we want people to see this as a real job we need to see it just like any other job because four-day work weeks they work for a reason yeah five-day work weeks they're normalized for a reason like Give yourself time to be human because we as sex workers live in a world where we are sexualized because we consent to it. And at some point it's not, it's not okay. And it's not okay some days and you don't consent to it some days. And regardless of you being a sex worker, if you're a model, if you're a content creator, whatever you are at the very, very least, you are a human and you deserve respect. And this is your rules, your game, your job, your money. You call the shots 100%. Absolutely, because we're still humans at the end of the day. We are not objects. And I think people confuse the two, especially um, men who don't know any better. Um, so how... how Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> how can people reach out to you about the next House of Teddy? What do you? What is the best way for you to do that? <laughs> so, um, House of Teddy has a Twitter and an Instagram page. They're both just at House of Teddy, and it's wow, H O U S E O F T E D D I. There's no Y. Um, so reach out to us on the Instagram or the Facebook page. Um, Dustin and I both manage both of those pages. So if one doesn't get to you, the other one will. Um, and then I'm always available on my personal pages as well. 
um, Onyx Zebra XO. Awesome. Okay, so thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're going to touch base because I definitely want to have you on here regularly if that's an option. Yeah. Um, yes, I love that. And um, thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. That concludes our episode tonight. Um, as usual, we want to tell our followers to go fuck yourself. And if that means that you go and make yourself come today or <laughs> you don't like us and you fuck off, whatever works for you. Go and have an orgasm on us. And thank you so much. That concludes our episode of The Spits and Giggles.